Shalom and welcome to this edition of Revelation Shorts. Our focus is going to be on the second coming of Messiah. And I want to focus in on one of those words, the word coming. Now, if we speak about the coming of Messiah, that Greek word parousia, we have to ask ourselves, which coming are we speaking to? Are we speaking of an event known as our blessed hope, the rapture, or indeed the second coming? They are not one and the same. They are separate events. They are distinct and there are prophetic signs that teach us that they're not the same. For example, we learned in a previous edition of Revelation Shorts that the sign of the rapture, because the rapture happens prior to the wrath of God. And therefore, before that day of the Lord, which is a day of God's judgment and wrath, prior to that day of wrath, we know something. That the sun is going to be dark and the moon is going to be red like blood. That announces the imminency of God's day of wrath. And therefore, because we have not been appointed for wrath, but for victory, for salvation, the rapture happens before this. So we know that when the sun turns dark and the moon is red like blood, this is before God's wrath, and therefore the rapture is very, very close at hand. Now, when we deal with the sign of the second coming, let me give you some scripture. You can check this out, for example, in Matthew chapter 24 or Mark 13 or Luke 21. There, Messiah is teaching that passage known as the Olivet Discourse. And he speaks there about his second coming. And there he reveals what is the sign of that second coming. For example, in Matthew chapter 24, verses 29 and 30, we know that the second coming takes place after great tribulation. I did not say the great tribulation, but great tribulations, primarily a time of trouble for Jacob. And also the second coming happens at the end of a period of time where God's wrath will be, be poured out, his judgment upon this world. And therefore, we know something. It says there, in that section, Matthew chapter 24 and verse 29 and 30, it tells us that the sun will be dark. Well, the sun will also be dark prior to the rapture. That's true. But here's the difference. Instead of the moon being red like blood at the time immediately before the rapture, we know that the sun will be dark and the moon as well will be dark prior to the second coming. So the sign of the second coming has nothing to do with a red moon, but a moon that is dark. And what is Messiah coming to do in the second coming? Well, prophetically, there's many different things, but let's just focus in for the sake of, of making it simple and clear. Three primary things that Yeshua will do when he comes the second time. First of all, he is going to judge the enemies of Israel, those who want to destroy the Jewish people. 
He, Messiah, will come. And we'll talk more about this in a moment. But he will destroy those nations, those people, under the leadership of the Antichrist. He will destroy them. And in destroying them, here's the second thing. He is going to bring deliverance, and we can be more specific. He is going to bring salvation for a remnant of the Jewish people. All the Jewish people? No. Zechariah tells us one-third, meaning this, and this is sad, but two-thirds of the Jewish people that are alive at the beginning of Daniel's 70th week, two-thirds are not going to make it through this period of time. They are going to lose their life. And we see that it's going to be one-third that are alive at the very end when the second coming happens, that they are going to look, the scripture says, on the one who has been pierced. And they're going to recognize him. They're going to know the Savior, their deliverer, the Messiah who's coming. After they say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, they're going to know this is Yeshua, Jesus Christ. And they're going to see the wounds in his side and in his hands, and they're going to receive him. The scripture says they will mourn and lament. And that mourning and lamenting has two purposes. One, they have not mourned his death, acknowledged it previously. And secondly, it's going to be believing in him. So Messiah is coming back. He is going to destroy the enemies of Israel. He is going to deliver the Jewish people. And the third thing he's going to do is that he's going to establish his kingdom. Very important. The purpose of the rapture is to remove the church prior to the wrath of God. The purpose of the second coming, we mentioned three things. Destroy the enemies of Israel. Deliver a remnant of the Jewish people and establish his kingdom. Now, a great portion of scripture that speaks about the second coming is Revelation chapter 19. I would encourage you to to read that chapter. If you're watching this video and you have not done so already, pause the video. Read Revelation 19 and you're going to see a few things that are highlighted in that chapter key events that go along with the second coming and i'd like to just mention a few of those at this time first when messiah comes the second time he is going to be on a white horse and what is he coming to do we've already talked about it It says in revelation 19 in righteousness he is going to judge and make war very important that we see that judgment and making war he is going to do and this is for the purpose of establishing righteousness he is going to execute justice so righteousness is a kingdom word we know that seek first the kingdom of god and its righteousness so he's coming to ensure righteousness this transformation now messiah is also called the word of god meaning this, he's going to be the one who, we know the word became flesh and dwelt with among us, but he is going to bring about the fulfillment of God's revelation, the fulfillment of his word, those promises that he makes. It also tells us that the armies in heaven, they are going to follow after him. 
Now, this could be the heavenly hosts. The word host is simply the word army. But we know something else. And this is very important. And the basis for this is 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 13. There it says, at the second coming, that, that the saints, meaning all the saints, all the believers from all the different period of times, the saints are going to have made themselves ready the bride of messiah is going to be spotless she is going to be ready for what event for the second coming and we know that we are going to come with them follow after him for the second coming so the armies in heaven follow after him also the saints as well and he's going to do something we've already mentioned this about judging the enemies of israel delivering the jewish people how is he going to do that Revelation 19 says, with the sharp sword that comes forth from his mouth. Meaning this, he is going to speak. And what is he going to do with that sharp sword that comes forth from his mouth? He is going to strike the nations. What does that mean? He is going to strike, destroy all those who have no covenantal relationship with God. That's what the term nation means in that use. And what is he going to do after destroying the enemies? He is going to establish his kingdom and he is going to rule. Revelation 19 supports this. He is going to rule with the rod of iron, meaning he is going to enforce justice and righteousness for those thousand years of that millennial kingdom. Now, when he comes the second time at the end of Daniel's 70th week, at the final outpouring of God's wrath. Now, God's wrath begins in the second half of Daniel's 70th week, immediately after the abomination of desolation. And we know here that Messiah is coming and he's going to bring a conclusion to the wrath of God. It says in Revelation 19 that Messiah is going to tread the winepress. So there's these grapes of wrath. He is going to tread on these grapes that's going to pour out the very wrath of God. The scripture says he will tread upon the winepress of, of God's fierce and, and wrath of God. Messiah is going to be the source of this wrath. And it's indeed a very fearful thing. He is going to be called because he establishes that kingdom. He judges the enemy. He saves the Jewish people, brings them to faith in that same gospel message. There's only one way to be saved, both Jew and Gentile. It's the gospel. He is going to be known as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And the last thing I want to share, we've mentioned the defeat of the enemies of Israel. Specifically, we are told in Revelation 19 that that beast, now, there are a, different, a couple different understandings of the beasts. In one sense, and I'll give you a scripture to help you understand that, that's Revelation 13. In Revelation 13, two beasts are mentioned. One is that empire that's coming up. The second one is the Antichrist. Now, the beast, whether it's the empire, it too will be destroyed, and the Antichrist will be destroyed. But here it simply says the beast, and we're not sure which one we're talking about. It also mentions the false prophets. Some teach 
that the Antichrist and the false prophet are one and the same because Messiah is also called the prophet. Of course, the righteous prophet, the one that fulfills the Mosaic prophecy in, in the book of, of Deuteronomy where it says that God will raise up one like Moses, a prophet from his brethren. So many teach because Messiah is called, and we see this in the New Testament as well, that verse being referenced. He's the prophet. So perhaps that false prophet is not someone separate, but the Antichrist himself. We can debate that. But the message is this, that the beast, that evil empire, the Antichrist, that false prophet, they are going to be cast alive. Where? Into that lake that burns with fire and brimstone. So again, the second coming, it's at the conclusion. It brings about the end of God's wrath being poured out upon this world. And the outcome of God's righteous wrath, and I like to use that term, his righteous wrath, is that the enemies of the people of God will be destroyed. Evil will be done away with during those thousand years. And the kingdom is established, a kingdom of justice, of righteousness, and peace. Satan's going to be bound for those thousand years. So all of this speaks about victory. The second coming is all about victory. And what a wonderful thing it is that we believers, we're going to be following after coming the saints with Messiah to be part of that millennial kingdom. So the second coming, deliverance of God's old covenant people by faith in the gospel destruction of the enemies of the Jewish people and the establishment of the kingdom of God. The second coming, a wonderful promise from God. Let's understand it properly. Well, I'll close with that until our next edition of Revelation Shorts. May God bless you. Shalom from Israel. Mm-hmm.